0: Day 41 of the Bible Rundown with Pastor Rob and Pastor David. We're Leviticus 8 through 10. We had some technical difficulties with our intro yesterday, Rob. We may have to go back to trip. If you didn't hear it, you can go back. That's a reminder to go listen to yesterday's, but we've been waiting a long time. For this section, Rob, you and I talk a lot about Nadab and Abihu. um, Nadab and Abihu. But it's interesting, right? God appointed one high priest to have this role, and Nadab and Abihu are going to overstep those bounds. But there may be some stuff we need to unpack before we get to that infamous scene in chapter 10.
1: Yeah, so we have the consecration of Nadab and Abihu, which is mainly making them holy, just like God has made uh, Aaron holy by the, the clothing and all the things. And so Moses is taking the anointing oil again, pouring it on them, making them holy, being able to be in the presence of God, to minister in the presence of God. And and the Lord accepts these offerings, Um and all of these things he accepts the fact that Aaron is is in chapter nine has has uh killed the lamb and has offered the ram for the burnt offering the bull calf and now we get to chapter 10 and everything seems to be going great in chapter nine and um they blessed the people at the end of chapter 9, and the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people, and fire came out before the Lord and consumed the burnt offering, the piece of fat on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they shouted and fell on their faces. And so it seems like this is a good thing, everything's going well, and then chapter 10 happens, David.
0: Yeah, and we're going to kind of try and unpack this, right? What happened and what is going on and why did this result Uh, occur, right? Why did God allow this to happen? Well, first, we we mentioned they are not the high priest. There was a single high priest ordained by God on behalf of the people, which was their father, Aaron. Aaron. And so they, by all means of the description, appear to be trying to enter the, the holy place, right? Where the only the high priest could enter. And we're also told that they're bringing unauthorized fire. Some translations may have it strange fire. Um, what do you think that is, Rob? Do you think it really is a different type of fire, or do you think it's just one of those things that the way the ESV translates it, it's just it's not authorized by what God has declared the high priest to bring?
1: Well, I think in the, in the preceding context, what we see is that fire comes out from before the Lord and consumes the bird offering, and when the people saw it, they shouted and fell on their faces. Now, we don't know exactly what this fire was that Nadab and Abihu offered, but they may have been trying to do what Aaron has just done mm, mm-hmm. in the sense that they may have been trying to replicate Aaron. And 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 doing what this 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 fire and showing that the Lord God is is mighty and powerful, they may be saying to themselves, "I can do what my father did, and the Lord will bless me just like He blessed Aaron in my own way." And almost like a a prideful yeah. uh, taking their own censor and wanting the Lord to do what He just did as as a show of. That it, that they are powerful too, or that they are mighty. I don't. I'm not sure. It, but the the fire, and it seems to also be linked here to possibility of because he 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 says, um, drink no wine or strong drink in verse nine. Um, you or your sons with you when you go into the tent of meeting, lest you die. Yeah. And so there there may be an an aspect too that they are drunk and they're offering fire to the Lord
0: yeah and i'm glad you made that connection because i think we see in god's response to moses and aaron this is what the lord has said in verse three among those who are near me i will be sanctified and before all the people i will be glorified Mm. so god is not just creating this system uh, of what we think is to acquire righteousness no like his desire is that he is holy He expects his people to be holy. And on the heels of the verse that you were just referencing down in verse eight, in verse 10, it says, you are to distinguish between the holy and the common, between the unclean and the clean. And so the the role of the priest was something that was to be very much guarded, but modeling for the people what Mm -hmm. it means to, having been given, and you used this word last time, imputed with God's holiness and his righteousness Mm -hmm. through the system of sin offerings, live as people that are now holy,
1: right? Yeah. And so how do we relate this to today in our culture, in where we are dwelling in the presence of God within the church? Yeah. I think without maybe overstepping,
0: we've probably seen it happen in a very real sense. But Paul gives us this warning in 1 Corinthians, right? Right. Where um, he disciplines us when we have sin. And this, I think, is really, for people that were struggling the other day when we were talking about unintentional sin versus sinning with a high hand, Nadab and Abihu are a picture of a high-handed sin, right? Right. You're directly going against what God has told you to do and then presuming that you can go and do it on your own. And Paul has this theme when we look at the Lord's Supper. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, he talks about examining ourselves before we take the Lord's Supper. And he even goes so far, Rob, to say... If anybody drinks without discerning your body, right, in the sense of, is there ongoing sin in my life, either individually or corporately against one another, and I eat on drink, I'm bringing judgment on myself. And he says, that's why many of you are weak and ill, and some of you have even died. And so, again, we may have seen this play out, and we just haven't maybe, through the lens of Scripture, understood that, God is still in a sense disciplining people. And if Paul's giving you this warning, then it's true for us as we're part of the church, right?
1: Let's take this even further. Let's keep going. James 5 says he calls the elders of the church that are sick mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. anoint them with oil. just as the high, the high priest was to anoint the or they were to anoint things with oil to make them holy. This, this is this is continuously right like I mean we, we see this James chapter 5 tells us that if those who are sick to call the elders of the church and to anoint them with oil declaring them unclean and in the process of that they're confessing their sin right in James chapter 5 and so this process is 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 still ongoing today and, and as I loved how you have you talk about the Lord's Supper taking of the Lord's Supper we are, the the priesthood of believers who are participating in the ministry of God in his presence through the Holy Spirit. And now if we are partaking of the Lord's Supper in a way in which, in a manner in which we are unholy to the Lord, we are actually hurting ourselves. Yeah, and and hurting the
0: church, right? The church needs to be a bastion of holiness, glorifying God. And so how does it relate to us? Well, we need to be on guard, Mm -hmm. right? We talked about the other day, Romans 12.1, and then I would add in there verse two, we need to offer our bodies as a living sacrifice that is what? Holy and pleasing to the Lord. And we do that by not being conformed to this world, but being transformed by the renewing of right. our minds. So we wash ourselves with the truth of God's word. We confess our sins when, the, when we are made aware of them, right? Yeah. We stay in community and that community should guard us. And that's mm-hmm. the goal of church membership. Membership
1: matters because the people of God should be guarding you against ongoing right. sin. Right. And, and, and we see this, the, the correlating story in Acts is Ananias and Sapphira when they lie about how much they've been given to make themselves look better to, to the elders of the church, and they end up dying right there and it, and it's God's picture here of showing that the temple the tabernacle the dwelling place of God is now with his people yeah. and that we are not to lie to one another in God's church we're not to to offer something in an inappropriate way which is hiding what we're actually what we're actually doing so in this similar way right like the unauthorized fire they they're offering something to the lord right but right. it's, it's not done in the correct way. And in the same way, Ananias and Sapphira are offering money of their sale of property, but it's not done in the right way, David. Yeah. And, and praise be to God that he knows we're weak. And so no temptation
0: has seized us except what's common to man and God's faithful. So when we're faced with these temptations to sin, he's always given us a way right. out. But let's not forget verse 12, which reminds us that Let him who thinks he stands take heed that he doesn't fall. Nadab and Abihu are a great example for us of the humility we need to have before the Lord. This is a great day to be on the Bible Rundown. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you tomorrow.